The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. 63,000 people in Ireland are celiac and don't know it. So this is Celiac Awareness Week and uh, we're discussing both the disease and the testing for it. And to discuss uh, that, I'm joined by a dietitian at eatwell.ie, Sarah Kyo. Good morning, Sarah. Morning, Anton. Now, celiac versus gluten intolerance. Discuss. So... Both celiac and gluten intolerance are genuine people who really do need to avoid gluten. But with gluten intolerance, usually they can tolerate a tiny bit of gluten. Whereas someone with celiac disease, even the tiniest, tiniest amount of gluten is an issue. So we talk about 20 parts per million, which means that if 20 millionths of the food is gluten, that is enough to make someone with celiac disease sick. So it's really, it have to be such a really, really So this strict. is a pinch of flour in a dinner. Oh, less. It'd be, if you look at the very tip of a pin, that amount of gluten will do it. And it will do what? So in about 40% of people with celiac disease, it will make them very sick within two or three hours. So huge vomiting, incredibly bad stomach pains, diarrhea, two days of that for about 40%. 60% won't get quite a strong reaction. But what it will get is both of them will get really bad gut damage. And over the years, that co- contributes to quite a lot of diseases later on. So the big one we see for a lot of people with celiac disease um, would be osteoporosis, really big risk of that. Um, but the bigger risk is our undiagnosed because, as you said, we've 63,000 undiagnosed and they're at a much bigger increased risk of bowel cancer. They get infertility, they have chronic fatigue, they have nerve damage. Some of that is irreversible if it's not caught in time. So it, it isn't just a food fad. This is really, we really want people to get tested. And with the Celiac Society this week, that's really what we're pushing is for people to think about when they need to get tested for celiac disease. But it strikes me that it's one of those things that I think when you say to a lot of people, they think of it as being the equivalent of indigestion. Whereas what you're describing is the equivalent of almost anaphylaxis. It's it, it Yeah, more or less. Now, it's not, as I said, it's not anaphylaxis. People are not going to die on the day from the reaction with it. But it does take people out. Like we'd have kids who'd be in hospital for five days when they get exposed to gluten. So some people have a much more severe reaction. But the, the danger is the, it, it, you know, the internal damage is the same. So I often describe it as like you're, Two people are pregnant, one gets morning sickness and one doesn't, but you're both just as pregnant. So it's important that everybody needs to be really strict with the celiac, with the gluten. Gluten, obviously, people understand to be in flour. Where else do you get it? So it's everywhere. So wheat, rye, barley. Um, It's in what we call ordinary oats because oats themselves are gluten free, but they get hugely contaminated with gluten. Um, But then the big problem isn't, you know, it's easy to kind of go and get the gluten free bread. The hard bit is, well, there's a bit of gluten in your stock cube. There's a bit of gluten in the tomato ketchup. Your gluten-free muffin touched a muffin that had gluten in it. Now it's not gluten-free anymore, genuinely. And people think um, celiacs are half mad when they say that, but actually they literally can't. So it's what we call cross-contact is the biggest issue. So that if something touches your food. um, So with the Celiac Society, we do a food list every year where we talk to manufacturers about what are the ingredients in foods, what's come in contact with it. And anything that's 100% gluten-free then will go into um, our food list. Then for so people. does that mean that even storage um, would yeah. be a concern? If you have a press in which you keep your salt and in which you keep your flour. Can't put them together. Have to have a separate toaster. Um, you know, really, it's it's that. Have to have strict. a separate toaster. Yeah, well, it's touched. And I, and I know people are like, oh, my God, seriously. But yeah, um, it is that bad, you know. So I think one of the big issues we have is the amount of people who are not thinking. Everybody with celiac disease is thinking, well, I have to have diarrhea to have celiac disease. But what we do know is that 24% of people who are lactose intolerant are actually celiac because celiac disease will cause a temporary lactose intolerance. So if you're lactose intolerant, you need a celiac test. If you have irritable bowel syndrome, 20% of people with that actually have celiac disease. So you need to get tested. Repeated low iron. I have patients who've been going to the doctor for years with low iron and you should always get a celiac 
celiac test for that. Low vitamin B12, always get a celiac test. Don't wait for weight loss and don't wait for diarrhoea. 40% of people don't get gut reactions. And do people evolve, do the undiagnosed celiacs evolve a way of handling being celiac without recognising? Do they begin to choose foods that suit them? Sometimes. What we see in children is they, people say, oh, they're a fussy eater, but they, what they're refusing to eat is bread and pasta. And that's always a big early warning there's something going on because like most fussy eaters eat bread and pasta. Um, not really. Most people just have no idea why they're tired. You know, and I often people say to me, well, you know, I've had a touch of diarrhea once or twice a month and I am tired and I have low iron and I have, and you're like, seriously, go and get a celiac test. Um, so with the awareness week that's on this week, we have, if people go to celiac.ie, we have loads of events on this week with all kinds of information on it. And we're delighted that Promise Gluten Free have sponsored it for us. They've been a brilliant supporter. Um, but people can go on, they can find out about getting diagnosed. We have a webinar on at lunchtime today to actually how to get diagnosed. We have information on tax relief tomorrow because the gluten free diet's really expensive. And at the moment, it's putting people under a lot of pressure with that. Um, the test consists of what? So the first golden rule is keep eating gluten. OK, if you cut out gluten, the tests will all come back negative, even if you are celiac. So don't go, oh, I'll give it up and see how I feel. Don't do that straight into your GP. Your GP can do a blood test. If the blood test is positive, you then need a biopsy and you have to keep eating gluten for both tests. Sounds weird, but stay on the gluten. And then if your biopsy then is positive, then you'll be diagnosed and then you need to see a registered dietitian. Don't go this alone. People all end up still eating gluten if they don't go to see the dietitian. So your GP can refer you or should refer you to the HSE dietitian. We do a celiac clinic. I do a celiac clinic with the Celiac Society as well, or there's other dietitians around you can go to get your, your treatment. The celiac diet then, how restrictive is it? Of what does it consist? Well, I'm 26 years working as a dietitian and it's the worst diet. Hands down, it is the most difficult diet because, as I said, you can cut out, you can get your gluten-free bread and your gluten-free pasta, but then you have to go through the food list. You have to look, well, is my mayonnaise gluten-free? Is my herbs gluten-free? Even dried herbs can have gluten in them. You can get gluten in lentils and a lot of stuff that would be what we call naturally gluten-free can be contaminated. So even icing sugar can have gluten in it and the labels alone are not enough. Um, They have to tell you if there's gluten in the ingredient list, but the may contain bit is optional. Um, so there can still be gluten in it, even if it's not on the label, which is why people with celiac disease need the food list from the Celiac Society um, to choose their foods. And there are so many of the sort of basic staples and condiments that are gluten based. I mean, almost all of your gravies and sauces. Exactly. Have... So all of those sauces, all, you know, you want to buy a ready meal. The biggest difficulty for a lot of people is eating out um, because you can't just go in and buy a sandwich. Um, or if you, there's a couple of places that are very good if you go into a deli, but like they have to change gloves, wash down, change the board, get the gluten free bread out, you know, and a lot of places just think the poor celiac person is cracked when they ask for that. Well, this is, there's a lot of text along this yeah. line. One saying, and thanks for covering this topic. I was diagnosed in 2015 and it was life changing for me. People still don't understand how serious yep. it can be and think we're a little OTT about our foods. Mm. Why does it have that sense that where people say, I'm celiac, everybody around us, oh yeah. Well, there was a massive fad for just going randomly gluten-free there about seven, excuse me, <clears throat> seven or eight years ago. And everybody was gluten-free and everyone got sick of it. And that's really what happened. And I think the catch-up for celiac disease being a very, very genuine medical condition. You know, when we talk about the infertility, people get miscarriages. People have stillborn babies. Like, this is nasty, nasty Because stuff. of celiac disease? Yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's a good cause of fertility. Like, if someone's going through infertility and they really need, both men and women, um, have more difficulty becoming parents if they have celiac disease. Like, it just, it affects the entire body. It's this huge autoimmune disease. Um, people are not being fatty. They're really not. And we even have other families, like they'll say even other members of my family won't sort of take care, which is very frustrating. Funny though, if you have a family member with celiac disease, you're 
10 times more likely to be celiac yourself. So family members need to be tested as well. You mentioned a website where there's more information. So celiac.ie um, and we're on Instagram. If you check us out at Celiac Ireland, we've loads of stuff on Instagram today. But if you think you might be celiac, think you know someone who might be celiac, join us for all our events this week. Derek Yo, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.